Hey friend, how you doing and how your mama now? My name is Kanje Rule, also known as Kanje the Alchemist, and you're listening to my new podcast, Queer Spective, with Kanje the Alchemist, available on wherever you get your fucking podcast from, sugar. How you doing? Anywho, um, the reason why I started this podcast is because I really do enjoy um, politics and pop culture, and I feel like this would be a good thing for me to do to vent and speak on what I feel about those particular issues. So to introduce myself, my name is Kanjay Tawana Rule Jr. The junior is important because if you're not, if you miss that junior, you're talking about my daddy and I ain't him. Love you, but no. Anyway, um, I am a Southern belle and a Southern gentleman, however you want to flip it. <laughs> I like to have a good time. To start off, this is your reminder that you are and is and forever will be a bad bitch. And you are lovely. You are sickening. And make sure that you be kind to yourself because you are seen, you are loved, and you are valued. And make sure that you do something for yourself, whether it's your skincare routine, buy the purse. Make sure you've saved up and paid your bills, though. Don't, don't buy the bag if you ain't paid your light bill, okay? All right. But do something for you because it says, my cup runneth over. You know, what's in the cup is for me. What runs out of the cup is for y'all. You can't be giving people what's in your cup when you know that they're not filling it, okay? So take that advice as you may, but we're going to go on. So as I mentioned before, I do love politics and all that shit um, and pop culture and music and all that shit, whatever. But something that was really bothering me and that I really wanted to talk about was like accountability and discipline because when you think about it, that is usually our biggest problem in life. We lack those two things. I know myself, I am not great with discipline or accountability because I'll say that I need to go. go to, I, I know that I need to go to the gym, but bitch is right there. I drive right past that bitch. But an accountability is like holding other people accountable for how they treat me and not feeling bad for doing that. Okay? That's a big one. Because I know for me, sometimes if somebody does something to me, even if I, I, because I love them, I let it slide to a, to a certain degree. Like with a stranger, I'm, it's easier for me to say, no, you're not going to do that. But when it's somebody that I love and am affectionate towards, it's harder for me to say, no, I don't like this. This makes me feel this way because I don't want to be the bad person. But you become the bad person to yourself because you don't say nothing. Speak up. And a big thing about accountability as a black person that I've noticed is what people call the blackmail problem. And I've always struggled with this concept because it puts all the issues on one person. And in my personal opinion, there is a blackmail problem, but there is the more specific problem is the black family dynamic problem. How many times have we heard our grandparents say or our aunties and them say, well, that's just what men do. They run around, they cheat, and they do that. And it's almost as though they're tolerant of that behavior, and they accept that behavior because they've been taught that their value is because of a man. No, ma'am. That's not enough for me. I'm like, no, if he was doing that behavior, why didn't anybody say, I'm not going to tolerate this, so you can do that with that other bitch, but I'm not the one. So when we don't say anything or do anything about that particular behavior or make those standards, we become complicit with it. We say that it's okay. So then when your kids see that happening and they see that you're not doing anything about it, the history and the pattern is going to repeat itself. So what are we doing to change? 
and for me and my family, infidelity is a very big part of the family dynamic. Um, there are a lot of side children or extramarital children that are in my family, and sometimes it it feels like they get punished because of what their creators did. Like, why am I? Why is it that sometimes the outside children get punished because they were born outside of the marriage? No, nigga. They were, did not ask to be here. Your daddy fucked somebody else when he knew that he was married, and now these kids came into the world. That's how it worked. Be mad at your daddy. Don't be mad at nobody else. That's what I'm talking about, accountability. Who is going to hold them accountable? You trying to be mad and hateful, to, spiteful towards these cheering that didn't ask to be here. That's some dumb bitch shit. Don't be a raggedy bitch. If all the things that you could have woke up and chose to be, you decided to be a raggedy bitch and a whore. That ain't none of my business. So, and I feel like as a person, actually, I know that I have the right to decide what behaviors I'm going to allow. So if you decide to be a raggedy bitch and a hoe, I have the right to not be around you, period. And don't get mad at me because I don't want to be around you. That is my choice. Your, your behavior is unhealthy for me. It's also unhealthy for you, but you're not ready to accept that. You just want to do what the fuck you want to do. But anyway, on a lighter, more current note, the most prevalent thing that's happening right now in pop culture, well, for me, because, you know, I love daytime television, is what happened between Wendy Williams and Jocelyn Hernandez. And basically, what happened was that Jocelyn was a guest on the show, you know, via satellite because of COVID and shit. And she confronted Wendy and said that she felt like Wendy should be more respectful and accepting of the younger girls. And, you know, that she feels like Wendy is too hateful towards people. And it's like, my thing is like, Wendy is not hateful. She's just doing a job. Wendy Williams says everything that we say at the kitchen table, but she says it in person on live camera to your face. So I can't tell you how many times I've heard adult conversations and they were just grimy, greasy, and nasty. Speaking about people that they were, people in the church, the pastor's wife was doing this. The pastor's wife's hat was a little cricket this Sunday. Talking about who was sleeping with who. Talking about how they slept with the pastor. We'd have been around that shit all our lives. And y'all want to have the moral high ground to say that Wendy Williams is wrong for doing the kind of job she do. Bitch, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Because all of y'all messy. We all some messy hoes. Because think about it. Who, how many of us follow the Shade Room, Hollywood Unlocked, the Hollywood Reporter, um, all the other shit, all the gossip blogs? The difference is... With those particular blogs, you get to put and have a voice within the information of what's being received. And so you get the clout of, oh, somebody going to see my comment and hopefully I get a lot of likes. You want the instant gratification of that situation. Wendy is doing it to pay her bills. Y'all are not the same. And my thing is I do respect Jocelyn, though, for going to the source of her problem. Because she could have just wrote a little post on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, whatever the fuck she got, trying to dog Wendy out. But she didn't do that. She went straight to the source. And I think... Jocelyn presented the information very respectfully. So I do think that she respects Wendy. But I think Wendy was just trying to get Jocelyn to understand that, hey, I'm doing a job. I have no personal feelings against you and what you do or how you live your life. This is a job. So stop taking it that seriously. But I think what Jocelyn wanted Wendy to understand was that your words have consequences and they affect people. And my thing is this. What somebody says about you is not your fucking problem. That is about them. It's not about you. Oftentimes, when people say shit that's negative about you, it's because they're projecting their insecurities of themselves upon you. Fuck them. Don't give it no mind. 
fuck all of them. You know, that's my favorite thing to say. Fuck all these bitches. And it's important to remember that these are opinion-based shows, like the Wendy Williams show, the Hollywood Unlocked, the Shade Room, um, and sometimes some segments of the view. Even, but even then, when they talk about these things, they say this is an, an opinion-based show. This is not factual based in facts, or sometimes they give a p- opinion based on the information that was presented. So if the information was not factual, they gave a opinion based on the information that was given. Don't take it to heart, bitch. And it's like, in terms of respect, I think Wendy does respect everybody's hustle because she knows that she has a greasy and grimy hustle that is, for the most part, has been looked down on. But for me, Jocelyn is like, girl, you came on there to present your show after that double homicide shit. Was that respectful? Is that respectful behavior? You worried about being respected, but you're not creating an avenue or a venue for respect. So no, bitch, you and Winnie in the same boat. Both of y'all got some trashy ways, and y'all getting y'all money, and I'm here for it because I'm going to be watching. But I ain't going to watch the show, Jocelyn, because I don't have the Zeus, and I don't feel like downloading shit. So another thing that is happening is in political culture is that, you know, last night, yesterday, President Joseph R. Biden made his first address to Congress, and he was just talking about he condemned white supremacy in the process. And later on, the Republican Senator Tim Scott, who's the I think the senator for South Carolina, and he's also one of the only black Republican senators in Congress, I believe. Just I'm not sure. I have to check that. And he was just like, there is no, America is not a racist country. A black man said this, by the way. And that he felt like the president's comments were um, questionable or wrong. And I'm like, Timothy, boy, how the fuck you live? Are we living in the same country? Um, and you can, and you could argue that America as the country, the boundaries of the country are not racist, but there's a lot of systemic racism going on in our country. There are certain things that we deal with that black people deal with that no one else has to deal with. And I also have a, it's funny to me how Congress passed the anti-Asian hate bill, but the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill been on the seat on the floor for years, and these motherfuckers keep denying it. But we can talk about that on another show, not tonight. But it's like, Timothy, baby, girl, bye. This is some cool behavior, and you know it. It be your own people, child. It be your own people. I just feel like at this point, nobody is dumb. Anybody with eyes can see what's going on in the country and in the world. The whole um, Derek Chauvin case, prove that people could see what was going on. It's just our systems that we have are not up to date in terms of how we try these particular issues. And for you, Tim Scott, as a black man that is a representative of, well, a congressman, senator of a whole state that does have a high black population, it's quite questionable that you would say that. And use a raggedy bitch. Of all the things that you could have woke up and decided to be, you decided to be a raggedy bitch. And I'm sorry for your wife that you have to that she has to live with you, but she might be a raggedy bitch too, so I don't know. And your kids might be raggedy bitch ass children too, but that ain't none of my business. I wish you well. But anyway, I hope that you had a great time listening to me ramble on about random shit. I would do better next time. But I want you to be reminded that you are and is and forever will be a bad bitch. 
Be kind to yourself and love on yourself because you are special, you are seen, and you are valued. Bye. <laughs>